What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! It ain't hard to tell, I excel, then prevail. The mic is contacted, I attack clientele. My mic check is life or death, breathing a sniper's <laughs> breath. I exhale the yellow smoke of Buddha through the righteous steps. Deep like the shining, sparkle like a diamond. Sneak a Uzi on the island in my army jacket lining. Hit the earth like a comet, invasion. <laughs> <laughs> Nas is like the Afrocentric Asian half man, half amazing, cuz. Alright, this part's hard. Cuz in my physical, I can ex. Nope. Nope. Run it back. Cuz in my physical, I can express through song. Delete stress like Motrin, then extend strong. I drink more wet with Medusa, give her shotguns in hell. From the spliff that I lift and in hell. Hell, hell yeah! Ha, ha, It ain't hard to tell. Hello, everybody, and welcome <laughs> <laughs> to another installment of the TPS Reports <laughs> podcast. A brand new installment, a whole new goddamn ball game, you guys. Whole new goddamn year. Happy New Year, everybody. <coughs> and we make, and we make, and we Happy make. Happy New Year. Oh, so much. So much to catch up on, you guys. Hope you had a splendid holidays. Was anything new this year? Yeah, dude. And we back from Cincinnati, Detroit, Cleveland, New Year's Eveland. Next time when they ask you where you're from. Uh, I'm engaged. Whole new goddamn ballgame. Look at that. I'm looking at I'm looking at somebody's fans right now. Right. Uh, craziness. Yeah. Where's your uh, where's your ring? Does the man the man doesn't wear an engagement? No, he ring? just spends thousands of for yeah. something for them. Okay. That's how it works. Your ring is the zero in your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get into even more of your that bank later. Bank statement being a big ring. Oh, what else? It's your uh, ring. Yeah. Panic attacks, international travel. Uh what have you been up to? Uh <laughs> I got a lot to talk about. What have I been up to? Hold on, I got notes. You're just chilling. I took notes. Slacksing. Yeah, watching stuff. He's <laughs> just like, I watched TV. I saw, I you have to make whale. a note that you watch TV? <laughs> I saw the whale. I watched Seinfeld again. Uh, Let's see. New Year's Eve. The whale. <laughs> I don't think we need notes for this. We can just get right into it. Uh, Matilda. <laughs> what? Is there a new thing? I, there is. I watched the old one and then the new one. Gotcha. It was a riveting experience. Yeah. Why don't we just talk about the tropodelic shows? That no, yeah. The year? That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, so, yeah, we went to Cincinnati and Detroit and Cleveland for New Year's Eve. Um, and, yeah, I will bring it back a little further because after the last episode we recorded, it was hours later. It was after dinner. It was after midnight. Mm-hmm. We going to let it all hang out. Uh, I had a panic attack. And... It, just uh, seemingly out of nowhere, mm-hmm. but like in retrospect, it's usually where they come. Probably doing a lot of drinking. I think I was dehydrated. Weed—that's been the biggest adjustment. And we've talked before about like anytime these major anxious moments come up, usually like a big rip of a weed pen or something was involved right, right. beforehand. Uh, and two—not my normal one, but two big bong rips were involved. 
uh, <laughs> right two bong rips, man. <laughs> two bong rips. Um, no, yeah, any panic attack I've ever had was brought on by. I think it was just the perfect storm. By and getting I, and, high. I, and I'll be honest, I was uh, anxious and nervous mid December leading up to my what I've been planning fucking all year, which was I was going to propose to Melina. Mm-hmm. And like, it's all like days are ticking away and the reality is setting in that, like, and I'm, what and if I'm, she says no in front of 2,000 people? <laughs> I was, uh, I was really overthinking a lot of stuff, even like the color of the band on the ring I got. We were on the Platinum Elite Tour when I like locked in the the finalization to set the stone and the rings and stuff. And then I like, in retrospect, for two months, like I got her a white gold ring. Mm-hmm. And there were other, you could get just standard, the yellow gold, you know, gold, uh, or like a rose gold. And, rose and I was thinking how gold. like, that's her favorite color. It's like she wears it all the time. And I'm like, idiot. Isn't her middle name Rose? It is. And I and like, I'm just like, I looked at all her jewelry she was wearing since I got home from tour. And I was like, you idiot. I fucked up. So like a lot of these little yeah, thoughts were like plaguing my, my mentality anyways, just leading up to it. Like I fucked everything. I did it wrong. I should, she's not going to like it. Not only is I she going to say, say no, yes, she's going to take the ring and punt it into the balcony. Yeah. Now it's going to be a cock ring. Cause I could fit it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, it was, it was that fucking you know i think i don't want to just sound like a total pussy bitch and talk about like seasonal depression but in chicago like you don't see the sun for a month yeah like you just it sucks you're inside and it's cold and it's gray for literally you might get three or four sunny days in two months like that happens i kind of like it and it is like a lack of vitamin d but i think it was mostly dehydration drink a lot of coffee and i don't need much i've been really just like limiting yeah i started adjusting and i had the first days in years, like I don't know how long it's been since I went one day without smoking any THC, like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so some it's days I smoke more than others, and I've been telling myself for a while, like, hey, it's about time you recalibrate, bro. Yeah. You know, this is uh, you're 35 now. I just, yeah, I had a birthday too last week. So. It's nice to live a few days like out of the fog. Right. So I did that, <laughs> and but that was all leading up to Cincinnati, and that's why I back it up just to mention the crazy panic attack. Beep shit. beep, back it up. Um, Remember that song? Because I was going, I almost. Not almost, but I was uh, contemplating whether or not I should just call you and be like, I don't feel comfortable playing these shows. Like, it right. wasn't the panic attack. as And I've had them before. Not This may have been, like, I don't know, the scariest one. Uh, or maybe just because it's the most recent. But, um, yeah, it wasn't you cool. You have, like, um, most people, uh, I think, the impression of panic attacks is just, like, increased heart rate and paranoia. No, it was, I, I put an Instagram You kind of like feel like you're going to die almost maybe. For but, like a second, it feels like a heart attack, but. And you lose consciousness. Yeah. Uh, it's like my body knows that like it's like. faint. Yes. Sometimes. And this was one of those times. Right. Where it was going from Which like. Which is a little scarier. That's like. It's the, the ground. I was sitting right here on a night just like tonight. <laughs> but like In I was fact, sitting here. <laughs> tonight's the anniversary. <laughs> I was uh, editing on my computer while I had the other monitor and like a Legion of Skanks or, uh, podcast was playing. And I do that. That's sort of like my workflow. I'll put on a yeah. something playing soft. The TV's on or whatever. And I'm just doing some right. uh, faggoty TikTok edits. Putting, typing out every lyric <laughs> we've yep. ever rapped on a video to make sure it's trendy and modern and new. Giving myself carpal tunnel syndrome yes. to get shadow banned on Instagram. Crick in my neck. We did lose monetization for <laughs> yeah, our Instagram. The third one goes up. Yep. And like there's a naughty word or something and <laughs> Who knows? goodbye. Uh so anyways, I'm sitting here and then like it just becomes clear that like like I'm not feeling great. Like it's, I just feel overstimulated. I'm yeah. like I'm getting like a sweaty palm, sweaty, a clammy forehead type of feel. So I like pause everything and I'm just like, you know what? It's midnight. I don't need to. Why am I fucking? Oh, that's another thing. It's just like I force myself. Like, well, I still. I'm not tired yet. Maybe I should crank out some more hours of focused work 
And I was like, maybe not. Maybe chill the fuck out, you know? Maybe. So I wasn't doing that. And, uh, and I was like, all right, I'm done here. I feel weird. I'm going to go sit on the couch. And by the time I got to the couch, I was feeling like more anxious. And then it just kept ramping up. And then this crazy nausea hit, like, I'm going to puke. Oh my God, I'm going to puke. And I didn't even make it to the bathroom before like the heart rate accelerating. I was short of breath. And then like, yeah, just like. You also don't get I panic attacks that like, often. Right. This has been maybe, I don't know so, how many years. Uh, a panic attack that that intensity and you don't get them frequently is like, am I having a stroke right now? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. And then like, yeah, in retrospect, it's like, oh, I've I've actually gone through that before. The last time I had anything close to this was, and I talked about it on uh, the podcast we did, not this past year, but a, a year ago after Skankfest, me and you went to a dinner in Houston. Right. And I got this just out of nowhere. And it was, I did smoke weed right was, before we yes. went in the restaurant. And I like... It was a weird like hour. You're like, you want to go back to the hotel? I'm like, no, I just want to sit here. But I can't eat. Like my appetite's gone. I feel nauseous. But I feel like if I stand up, I will collapse. Parmesan Brussels sprouts. Right. Mm. Uh, what was the I remember. Chilean sea bass? Ooh. So I'm watching Term. You about never want to waste a good Chilean sea bass. <laughs> so Term's like, I'm just still gonna get. I'm just like, no, no, no. Like just wait for me because I cannot sit here. Even though I don't want to eat, I can't watch you eat a delicious Chilean sea bass and uh, bash uh, <laughs> and, and fucking it's pricey fish. It's gonna make me more anxious. Um. It, it came and it went and then I got, um, I got, I was able to eat. It just took a minute and I never stood. That's my new thing now. If I start feeling anxious, oh, I ain't standing up, dude. Right. That's when like my blood pressure freaks out and goes like, whoa, now you're standing and what, what, are, we, what are we doing? <laughs> Why don't you just lay down? Um, but no, it scared the shit out of me, literally, because I woke up and it's not even woke up. If I lost consciousness at all, I think it was for like a second or less. It, right. was, it was like a blip of like... Whoa, 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 like uh, my body did like a hard reboot, you know, and uh, and then I like so I, I, had, I had to shit so bad when I got up, and it was like it was an emergency, and normally it's like hey, don't get up, you know, stay down. That's like, further like medical. Not, am I dying? Right. Am you I shit dead? yourself when you die. Do you are you conscious during the death shit? Because <laughs> like I'm awake right now, but I feel like I just died and I got a shit. Now on top of it, there's probably blood in your shit. Oh, I mean that's just business as usual. So you know, uh, so I I, I get the the fear. In the moment of like, usually in movies, when people faint, they're like in a coma. They're out for like an hour. Yeah. I don't think that's usually no. like how it happens. Every time I've ever fainted, I was right back it up. It's pretty momentary. Exactly. And I even met, uh, asked Melina, like, because she was right behind me. Like, uh, you know, she was already worried. I was already bitching about it. I'm like, I don't feel good. I'm going to go. She's, so she's following me. And then like, yeah, I like hit the deck for a second. And I was already trying to get a low center of gravity. I think like that. That's why I didn't hit my head or anything, because I felt it coming on, and I had the wherewithal to be like, I think I know what's happening, and last time it happened, I fainted, so let me get low. I like took a knee, and then Stop, happened. drop. And so, but the worst part about it... down, open no shot. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so the worst part about it is the, um, like the fear of when and if and how it's going to happen again. Like so, that's why leading up to Cincinnati yeah. and Detroit, I was like, dude, I like, I, Never I don't know how good I feel about myself right now. And Never like, mind if she says no. Yeah. What if it's three, two, one, and you, and you grab die. the box and fucking that's fall what on I your was face? Fan- that was my picture in my head. That's what I had. I was like, and again, by the time I got on stage in Cincinnati, I had gone days without smoking weed. I cut out caffeine. I wasn't drinking coffee. I just like went cold turkey, sober, everything, and it's just like a weird adjustment. It was good. And I started slowly on the trip, like working it's my way back into it. With uh, like weed and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really reserved it's where for where I'm at heroin. in my life, dude. Um, <laughs> that's my heroin. It's a cup of joe. <laughs> I did an ayahuasca treatment so I can stop. <laughs> so I could get off the Folgers. coffee every morning. <laughs> um, but no, that was the worst part was like the whole 
the like aftermath of my head, which is already the thing causing this, you know, this not real yeah. situation. And I'm just like, yeah, now, you know, obviously you're going to collapse on stage. You're not going to be able to perform. You're going to put on a shitty show. You're going to be too far from home. Like it won't be anything. You're not going to be able to be taken right. care of if it does happen. So I'm freaking myself out furthermore, which is the problem. But anyways, uh, we get to Cincinnati. We do perform. We do pretty good. And I was like, and then Cincinnati, afterwards, like, yes. meeting uh, fans, and then, like, we did do a shot, and I was like, I started feeling like myself again, like, and that's that's what I wanted, you know? I, uh, I just remembered, Cincinnati. Yeah, I was very um, stoned. You were the opposite of me. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> I was very I was clear-headed, and it made me feel stoned, because it was uncomfortable. Like, I'm sober we usually for like all to week. Do, you know, I don't like to perform drunk, because I get slurry, you forget words. So, but yeah, I, I might do like, like a shot or a beer. I do like to have a shot before going on and get a little warmth in your chest yeah, and belly. Warm the pipes. Me, 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 me. And if I don't, and, I'm, and also we just got high. So yeah, we both had what felt like an awkward set for different reasons. But then afterwards, we're meeting fans, and they're like, that was so good. There's people that had never heard of us before, because it's Trop's crowd, and they're just like... I never heard of you guys. That was amazing. Like, what's your name? And then I was like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 this feels good. This feels right. Tell me I'm the shit. Yeah. Okay, let's have a yeah. shot. I'll take a hit of the weed. Um, but I was just really playing it close to the vest. And I still kind of am. I just made a cup of coffee because we're doing this episode kind of early. And I'm doing like you half of my old dose. Yeah. I'm just, just a little bit. Yeah. I spent $100 on CBD products before the trap shows because I wasn't willing to not smoke. But I'm like, I'm going to get some fucking bunk CBD joints. And I bought a CBD pen. I actually like the CBD pen. I like being able to draw. Off of something where I'm not, it's not retarded after placebo. I hit it. Yeah, it's doing something. Yeah, and I figured that would help me just behind the scenes, anyways. Help my body if there is something happening there. Couldn't hurt. It could. It could give it the little hemp product. <laughs> oh yeah, well, uh, yeah. I'm used to some sort of this, but I just wanted to be able to have like the the draw, you know, mm -hmm. like a uh, smoke something, the but not feel fixation. like I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, so I was doing that slowly but surely. I can take a hit here, a hit there, but yeah, it's uh And anytime I felt a little anxious since. It's it's always right after I smoke, so I feel like that is the culprit, and I'm just an old loser. So that's where I'm at, you guys. I'm 35. I watch Yellowstone, and it's downhill from here. <laughs> um, well, Detroit was fun. Detroit was awesome, and we never get out there. Like we never. I can count on one hand our Detroit shows, including Okaloosa. This one. Is that uh, Okapalooza? Mm -hmm. um, Terrible. So Awful. And then there was no the good, very bad. The only other one I can remember is the Junkyard show with, uh, which was fun. Which was fun, but it's it was like, uh, I don't, it was nice because Trop, especially in the Midwest, like Trop has this built in, they're Ohio guys. So when in Ohio and Michigan, especially, we've seen them really right. pull big crowds. So we're like, yeah, we'll get on stage in front of a sold out Detroit show. Like we need fans in this city. We never get out here. Um, but uh, yeah, we, if Cincinnati was the warm up, Detroit, like we, uh, we were back, baby. We smashed yeah, that felt show. Yeah, great. Um, I was really excited to sing the Detroiters theme song and Oh, they know. <laughs> Between every song. You know, uh bond with the people, the good people of Detroit. Let them know how it goes. How's it go? Next time when they ask you where you're from, you're gonna say Detroit City and you get back on your feet. Yeah! Um it's the best show ever. So at one point, and we do like the show. At one point, I said, like, all right, Detroit, make some noise. Like, hands you, up. This, you screwed this up. I said, make some I'm noise. I'm making it too detailed. If you've seen every episode of Detroiters and nobody right. said anything. There was not a whoo. You could have just nothing. said, who here's heard of the show Detroiters? I don't think it would have got much either. It dude. wouldn't. It's like when someone comes here and they're like, you guys like Deep Dish? And we're like, shut up. You know? Maybe it's too Detroit for the Detroiters. Yeah. Um, or it's just a 
underground comedy show that nobody's aware of. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, Big that flopped. Flop. Big old flop, Big dude. old flop. We made it like the crux of our set. Uh, and then afterwards, there was a guy, like an older guy, and I say that because he had white hair, but he looked like, yeah, I don't and know, And he's lucky 40s. he approached you Yeah, he's lucky he's me. talking to Acumen. I would have headbutted him. <laughs> Should be lucky he even knows who we are. But he, he said something in my ear, and what I heard was, uh, hey, I like the show. And I was like, thank you. Thank you, man. It's loud. Another band is on. And then he goes, no, no, no. It, like, he knew I got it wrong. No, no, no I wasn't complimenting <laughs> you. No, I would never. What I was saying was... And I'm not going to let you walk away thinking <laughs> that's what just happened. <laughs> he didn't have to go as far as to so clarify. He goes, he goes hey, take two. You don't actually like that show, do you? <laughs> and he said, Detroiters, you don't like that show for real. I was like, oh, I love that show. And then I, I kind of gave him a... You think we were being ironic? A sneak diss. Quoting... I was like, maybe it's my demographic, and then he laughed, because that was me saying, like, you're old, I'm yeah. young, you don't get it. Um, but no, he like couldn't believe it. He's like, I tried watching a couple. It was just, I don't know. I didn't like it. And I was like, well, you're wrong, dude. I don't know what the fuck to tell yeah, you. You're your wrong, idiot. Um, but yeah, Detroiter's flop stands out. Another thing that stands out is um, somebody gave you and your girlfriend a piece of candy. Nice treat at the Ooh, Detroit show. Ooh, a piece show. of candy. Yeah. Ooh, a piece a of piece candy. candy. Ooh, a piece <laughs> of candy. Uh, he offered him, like, during Trop's set, and my girlfriend took one. It was, like, uh, Harry Bow watermelons. Ooh, those are good. They're great. But at the moment, and because it's, a like, a jam band, jam bandy uh, crowd. It's not like he extended the bag. Like, hey, dig in here I'm and have a bunch of candies. I'm assuming that there's something in it. At the very least, it's, like, medicated. And I'm not interested. I don't really And at the very edibles. most, it's dosed with acid. Uh, right. <laughs> So my girlfriend took one, and then later, after Trop was done, we go to our merch, and we're, we're selling some merch, and Berta's like, she's sitting next to the merch table, and she's kind of like looking at her hands and rubbing her hands, and the guy came back up and was like, are you feeling it? And she's like, what are you talking about? And then he decides to inform us that he, it was there was acid on the candy. Then he just, that's the problem. And then he decides to inform you. Right. Like, we're joking about it and whatever, but like... That's not cool, first of all. Not cool. And second, if that were me, like I was just counting my blessings that I was like, I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but I was like, better you than me. I just had a panic attack, dude. I'm not even smoking weed. Right. I'm like, if somebody dosed me with acid, I would, first of all, freak out. And then when hopefully I survived that, I would be infuriated, dude. I'd be so pissed if that happened. <laughs> Specifically then, when I was going through my right. own bit of like mental and, and health-related issues. I'd like, Don't dose me with acid. Or at least say, give me the chance to say no. Be like, hey, it's got acid. You want some? Be like, no. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, so she, she only ate half of it. And she actually, like, the uh, second half was still, we got food earlier. And Tom's like, ooh, piece of candy. So she put ooh. the second half like on our uh, to-go food yeah. Like the to-go box that was still sitting at our merch table. So I went over and I ate the second half uh, just to be like, here, I'm with you. You know, it's you and me, babe. Yeah, not a cop. In it together. <laughs> right. Um, I didn't I didn't think it was that huge of a deal. He said it was one hit and she only ate half. So but it's your, like half a hit. Your girlfriend is a petite young lady. True. I don't know. Like maybe body size and stuff matters too. Where like a brute man such as yourself. Right. We also neither one of us was feeling anything. She hadn't really been feeling anything yet. And obviously, I just ate it, so I wasn't gonna feel anything for a minute. But you did eventually, like um, later at that. And night. I'm like a big Grateful Dead fan and a jam band guy, and we grew up in the jam scene and yeah, going to thrilled. festivals. And <laughs> I would like you know I've read books from from that uh, era, and you know 
really been into that whole like era and stuff. And they used to do that shit, you know, back in the sixties and the Grateful Dead scene and right. dose each other as a joke. We're all no the stranger time. to acid, but it's like we're not twenty two anymore either. We don't do it like we right. once did, or if at all, you know. Um, but still, I wasn't like, "What the fuck, man? I'll kill you." It's not like the biggest deal. It'll be over in like eight hours I'd have been or whatever. Pissed. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I didn't like. Most of it must have been on the half she ate because I didn't feel too much. <laughs> <laughs> and we went back to the hotel, and she did not have a great time. Understandably so. And I did not understand at the time how not great of a time she was having. So I didn't, you know, right help her as I should have. She was also like, "Can we?" She asked if we could put on a movie. I brought a few flash drives with movies on them and was like, "Here's the selection." She chooses Terry Gilliam's Brazil. Uh, which, if you've ever seen it, is a very like weird dystopian uh, movie. There is some like, and I only saw it once, probably ten years ago. But yeah, I get like maybe where her head was at at the time. Like, oh, that option. Like, I, there's there's these beautiful, I don't know, fantasy scenes. There's a couple shots where the guy's like he has wings and he's flying in the clouds. Yeah, maybe that that'll be cool and most uh, of angelic. It is like a futuristic author- authoritarian government. Yeah, it opens up with putting the- bags over people's heads and. <laughs> putting him in chains it's like i don't know this is a really dark weird first 10 minutes is a dark weird 10 minutes to be like <laughs> I, Terry need, Gilliam. I need something to escape my negative mentality of a, a unexpected acid trip right that's not the 10 minutes of a movie you want to jump right into is it gilliam or gilliam i always thought it was gilliam Whatever. is it gilliam defoe <laughs> um so yeah it was you know detroit was a memorable night is it what we're fun. saying fun <laughs> times fun. <laughs> uh and then yeah new year's eve we uh we performed and it was good. And I asked Melina to marry me at midnight, and mm-hmm. I didn't collapse and die. Mm-hmm. So, uh, go me. And I filmed it like a champ. <laughs> really love that clip. I uh, I'm a I cinematographer. Mean, I watched it a bunch, but like like you know the whole next day, the whole next week, Melina was just watching that clip. Like she's probably nice seen that more than any Terry Gillum movie. Yeah, obviously <laughs> I knew what was coming. Yep. Uh, Berta also had her camera, so she took some great pictures. I look, I'm going to share more of them. Uh, but um, it was, it's like it's a good problem to have, I guess. But there's we have some great pictures from the TROP shows that photographers sent us. We have great pictures from Berta from the engagement. And mm-hmm. uh, and then we, me and Melina had a trip. We went to Punta Cana. I'll talk about more of that probably on the Patreon half. But it's like uh, I have all this great like – but I was so like – caught up in stuff and busy and not right now it almost feels late and i tried to make Meh. a birthday post in the dominican and the fucking phone wasn't working and i was like well now i just won't make it you know like people don't care about a belated post it's fine but if i was gonna make the i wanted to share the photos and be like you know i turned 35 today and i'm engaged and that was the sentiment of that day not anymore it's yeah fucking week and a half later the passion is a shit in my caption writing is gone <laughs> yeah um that's why later you just say dump <laughs> Engagement. Dump. Your caption is just yeah, dump. Because <laughs> you don't care anymore. Um, but yeah, who cares? It's, uh, it's not but a real no, like, problem. Uh, it was bugging me. Like, oh, I have all this stuff I wanted to share, and now it's mid-January, and it's the holidays are over. I was gonna say, in typical fashion, it's like eleven uh, fifty-five, and I told you I'm gonna film the whole thing, and my phone has like two percent battery, <sighs> and I'm like, it's okay. I've filmed videos with two percent battery. It won't die until it's on one percent. <laughs> but the more we're only more, one percent away from one percent, more, more plenty clock, of time. We're all standing side stage. You got like Melina in your arms, and the more the clock ticks, I'm just like, if you screw this up, it's your ass, mister. <laughs> so at like eleven fifty nine, I leaned over to you and was like, "Hey, let me see your phone." 
and I used your phone to film it. But I like how you delivered that in term impression. So for that whole last minute, I was convinced that like asking you if I can use your phone in front of, I just blew it. She's like, why is he using his phone? Yeah. Uh, also, I had she the was ring. none the wiser. I don't know. For the last, like, I don't know, 15 minutes leading up to midnight, I had the ring box in right. my back left pocket. And then she decides to pull this cute, like, we're on a first date move or something. She puts her hand in my right back pocket, like a, a little couple's thing. And I was like, bitch, your hand is too close to the Whoa. butt cheek with the ring. And if you feel a big protruding box coming out of my pocket. So I was, like, facing my ass away from her, right. like, standing awkwardly, like, oh, please don't, like, tap my ass. Uh,. And then yeah, you're just like, let me get your phone. And then, <gasps> but there, there was there was no. She didn't. She was surprised. You and tell I think, her like right before you propose, like I'm farting a lot. Can you <laughs> get away from my? Tush? Hey babe, I'm ripping ass. <laughs> uh, so no, it went perfect. Like better than I had it in my head. You know, I'm I'm picturing how it's gonna go, and like watching the clip you shot right. with all the confetti raining, beautiful color while she's like, oh my god, and it was like, I yeah, that was. I couldn't picture that those photos and video representing it that well in my wildest dreams. Oh, so yeah. uh yeah, we're uh we're engaged. Uh, I wanted Melina to be on this episode too to at least talk a little bit about our vacation and that, but she had to work. We got shit going on. That's life. Uh but yeah, just know. We'll be back. I'm wifing that. <laughs> um, Congratulations you two. Yeah, uh thank you very much. It was lovely. It was lovely and also moment. yeah, a lot of fans and friends like every Every friend except Taggy really uh, reached out and said congrats. Wow. <laughs> um, but I appreciate uh, all of the, the well wishes from the fans and whatnot. Uh, yeah, long time in the making. Uh, also, Melina and I met for the first time at a New Year's Eve party exactly 10 years ago from the night I asked. I was just saying the other day. We didn't day, date the whole 10 years, but that was the night we met so that the, the yeah. holiday always like was a special day. You've been saying that? Yeah. What was New Year's 2013? I imagine uh, we it was with you. Darren's house. She used to have, um, and that's. Spent the New Year's at Darren's? She used to have, like, uh, she would throw a New Year's party for a couple of years, and that's, Vaguely we never had shit else to do. Remembering and that's where, this. Yeah. And it's not like I hit it off and with they would Melina do fireworks that night. on her block. Yep. Okay. Well, she had a Fourth of July party. Okay. I'm mixing memories now. <laughs> she, she <laughs> Why was would they the, do fireworks? She was the Fourth of July New Year's party. In January. <laughs> um, but yeah, long time. So, uh, yeah, probably could have and should have done it even sooner. But, you know, COVID and the economy, (laughs) insecurity. Right. It is weird, too. Like, something I had to get over is just the fact that, like, uh, I didn't grow up like I imagine many people, and I'm sure lots of girls, probably most people grow up thinking, and, like, when they picture their future, it's like a, it's a little, like, the parental situation in their life might lay the landscape for their dreams or they might picture themselves in a house with a husband or wife right. with kids and and you know you're in your suit don't briefcase, forget the white picket fence picket fence you got your business clothes on about to go to work and it's just like yeah go, give me my cup of coffee honey kiss her in the kitchen on the way out the door like it's a like a tv show like people might i, I just never pictured that so it did take me a little period of time when i knew i was gonna you know, she's the one. And I was like, it's just weird still for me to picture something. I never grew up like, uh, like my egomaniacal fantasy was, I would picture myself on stage. Like even when I was in seventh grade, right. I told you, I think I've talked about it on the show. Like I would picture myself like at the talent show playing guitar and singing two things I never cared enough <laughs> to learn to do in real life. 
but like back then i didn't know that i was like, whatever you suck it yeah terrible uh <laughs> but yeah i ended up playing drums and rapping and these whole other avenues but back then i was always like my future dream was i would see performers and like yeah i was watching tv and stuff and i'd be like one day i'm gonna be on the tv one day i'm gonna be on stage and people are gonna watch me yeah. do the thing i do whatever that is it was never like i'm gonna have kids in a yard so like and i still don't know if there's gonna be kids in a yard but you know what i mean like it's like i just had to wrap my head around the fact that it's just what is my life isn't necessarily what a kid me thought was going to be my life. And well, so, and, and I'm still kid me inside where it's just like, kid, I'm going to make it in the rap game. It's like kid use only impression kid boo. of marriage. Yeah. And my parents have been divorced. It comes my in many life. forms. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to live in a house with a white picket fence and a kid and a dog. And I think I was too, I have the dog. I, I wasn't using, um, he's barking his ass off right yeah, now. It's like he, his ears were ringing. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to use like negative, uh, examples set for me, like the divorce of my parents when I was two or three. Like, dictate how, I, well, they, so I th- they didn't make it work. So, like, who gives a shit? Like, don't, it usually don't lays let the it groundwork. stop you, you know? Right. And who cares? Like, if, uh, God forbid, knock on wood, all that bullshit. Like, if, if something didn't work out or whatever, her and I, we didn't make it to forever together. In a di- like, divorce is a potential byproduct and part of marriage. Like, it's just, it doesn't have to be the end of the world. And that's why, the, you know... When they do the vows and they say, like, for better or worse, like, that's how I feel about this. For better or worse. Like, she's the one. Yeah. What, no matter what yeah, happens. Yeah. Obviously, we want better. Um, and so far, it's pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, I just, you know, it's those things that you just don't want to let scare you from whatever. It's like doing what you might look back on and be like, I should have done that, you know? Right. Uh, but anyways, enough <clears throat> about me. Archie, but shut the fuck up up As there. Joe Talking about from love. Reservoir Dogs once said, you shit in your pants, you dive in and swim. <laughs> uh yeah so i shat my pants and i am swimming you guys <laughs> i'm doing the fucking backstroke um <coughs> now let's see so this is our first uh episode of the year and the first episode of a new format where we're gonna uh take a little intermission in a little while and switch over to patreon so mm-hmm. we'll see how much we can fit in man we got a lot of obituaries to get to we do i think we everyone also, died while we've been off the air got a couple Christmas we're the last gifts. two we're the i am legends of we're doing this podcast for nobody yeah <laughs> um we have some christmas gifts from the p.o box oh, i hope it's a birthday gift i, I need a new weed pen one year ago today i called out mlk for uh me not being able to check the p.o box yeah again, which i do every monday morning before we record so, so now thanks a lot are you making amends? mlk you're gonna I got these ones weeks ago, but for all we know, there's a fucking doozy of a gift sitting in there right now. Doozy of can't a gift. Check. Someone shit in this box. Here, I got oh, scissors in the God. room, which is crazy. Please be a turd. Um. So yeah, we gotta open these gifts. We gotta. All oh right. my God, dude, the obituaries. I pulled up for the first time ever. They got like its 20. own Google tab. Like I couldn't put them on the same tab as I pull up the fan questions. It's too much. You know how I usually like to lead in with a song for each one. I was gonna make like a, a whole playlist. Yeah. It's a, it's a Juicy J album. It's got like 29 <laughs> tracks. Um, this comes from North Branch, Minnesota. North? Come on, dude. Come on. No. Why is this happening? To north the side, North Branch, North side, North Branch. Wait, wait. Okay, I think. Wait. No, it still sounds shitty. Hold on. Wait. Headphones sound shitty. Fixing it. Beautiful. Uh, better. Okay. All right. This comes from got a it. fella Hell yeah! named Chris. By the way, you know what I said? In the video, you'll see there's the countdown. It's like, three, two, one. And then I whisper something in Melina's ear right before I get on one knee. You know what I said? What'd you say? 
How can I fucking rape you? Can you suck my dick, please? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know if I'd hit it all episode, but there we go. What do we got in here? Christmas gifts? How could she what? say no to that? To the Palmer Squares from Chris V. Chris V, if that is your real name. So I so I opened the box, and in the box... Wrapped. Is a wrapped box with a little cute little Santa, Santa cartoon wrapping paper. paper. Let's right. go, Chris. I mean, uh... Chris. <laughs> Here we go, baby. I'm guessing fingerboard shit. It's becoming... It's old hat. It's not. Oh, what is it? Oh, it's got to be something for me. Because he's It's bomb. not, but it's only one, and it's not something that's splittable. Also... Mm. I have I've spoken before that I'm not crazy about these things. What is it? Just open it. Not Attention. to sound unappreciative. I Chris, love you, Chris. Chris, he hates it. He <laughs> hopes you have a terrible Another year. one? Let's throw this. Let's light this on fire. I don't know what it could possibly be. Oh, dude. I actually i am fine with this. A machine gun Kelly. I want to break the Guinness record for number of machine gun Funko Kelly. Funko Pop. Funko Pops. Figure, which someone gave us each one of these on the Platinum Elite Tour. Mine's right there. Yours should is right I stack there. stack up? No, actually, Chris, you did right. You know the fucking vibes, Chris. Is that what the V stands for? Vibes? Because <laughs> you know. Come on, dude. Um, Exposing the man's government. Maybe I didn't have my ear Did you ever notice? Ground. I never even Whoa. noticed. I think these are different ones. Oh, Because he's not doing this gay little kick. Collect them all. In the ones we had. Look at him. <laughs> he's doing a little shimmy. Wait, what? Yeah, he's wearing like a black shirt in the ones we got. This one's pink. So this Chris, is on brand. God damn these headphones! Fuck off with the noise. So actually, Chris, Chris asshole, piece of shit, fucking dickhead. Why? I don't know, but we should really gift ourselves any one of these things. Not even this brand, too. Yeah, we're, dude. We're done Patreon, five dollars a month. We have. Oh, when, when we get over to the Patreon episode, which this week will be free. You don't have to sign up if you don't want to. You can still go over there and just you'll have to play it on Patreon. If Once you sign up, you can fucking listen to it wherever you want. Uh, but anyways, I'm going to talk about how much money I lost uh, over my fucking birthday trip. Um, mm. And on top of all that, vacations rule. got a wedding to pay for and need a new one of these thingies because this sucks. I mean, this is like 40 bucks. Yeah, we'll start with this thingy. Come on! Dude, dude. All right. Okay. That's what you got to do. You got to smash it. It works. It does. The other day. I still smack my TV to get the reset, even though it's digital. Going somewhere with my girlfriend. No antennas. I still smack it around if it doesn't work right. And like always, we're like, we're running late. Yeah. And I'm using the GPS for direction. And it freezes. When does that ever happen? Your GPS freezes. And it just happens to me when you're running late. For, so I slam my phone on the dashboard. And my girlfriend gave me a look like, what is wrong with you? And you know what happened? It unfroze it. I'm sorry. I'm still. The these smashing of the fucking thing didn't get it fixed. Wait. Please just stop fucking with me. This is a big day for me. I've been promoting the new format podcast shit for, uh, for two months now. Okay, so. You've got a lot I'm, riding on this, you piece of shit microphone Maybe it's a cord. Thing. Maybe I'll just try and find a different. No, I think it's <sighs> this fuckhead box. This cheap piece of shit. It's unbelievable, dude. It's unfucking believable. Take the little one out. Oh my god, dude. It just won't let me have anything in this fucking world, will you? Do we have more of those little connector guys? I don't know where they are. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm I, sure somewhere, yeah, but if you want to pause for sucks. 30 fucking minutes. Oh, anyways, thank you, Chris. Chris, hey! <laughs> Let me see this thing. Yeah, it is a different one, so add it to the collection. <sighs> Trying to break a Guinness this. record for most variations of MGK Funkos. Did he do anything stupid while we were I might going? have said that already, but the goddamn thing got in my head. Um, all right, don't stare at it all day. We got shit to do. Thank you, Chris. Next package. <laughs> I didn't realize. Sorry, this fucking playing with the headphone thing got me all worked up. Piece of shit. All righty. Sorry. No, that was a proper introduction for the next gift, which is from Vaughn? the Pooter. Oh, <laughs> I was like, whoopies? <laughs> very much, very possible. Uh, the Pooter from Tennessee. Here we go. The Pooter. This one is in a envelope that's much easier to slice through. This envelope It's sliced. an MGK Funko. No. If it is, I'll be upset. There was no MGK news while we were off, which is uh, kind I just, of upsetting. Yeah, I was just wondering. Um, okay. One thing die. for each of us. It is Jack Vale's official fart toy. Yes, please. Called the Pooter. Bust it open, dude. What's up? Bust it. Jack Vale. Am I supposed to know this goober? I don't know. He kind of looks like the ShamWow guy. Yeah, he does. Is this guy biting hookers? <laughs> uh, before first use, exercise your pooter by squeezing it repeatedly to soften rubber. Place the pooter in hand with hole pressed against palm as shown in figure A. Then squeeze by pressing down with fingers. So terms opening one, make sure again that you uh, exercise your pooter by squeezing it repeatedly to soften the rubber. Softening. Nice. Rubber softened. It's like the in Austin Powers Reebok shoe where it pops. <laughs> like that. I <laughs> like that. Uh, so, yeah, put it in your hand. Press against your palm. Show this figure. Hey, you got it right there. And then uh, squeeze by pressing down with fingers. Practice positioning the pooter hole. And there it is. Term's already <laughs> this is a pro. the greatest gift I've ever received. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Chris V. Uh, <laughs> position the pooter hole in different areas of the palm until desired flatulence is heard. Uh, professional pooting is an acquired skill. Practice makes perfect. Thank you, Jack Vale. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, let's take some practice for sure. Okay, I gotta... I'm gonna hey, I'm, good at this. I'm gonna wait to bust mine out. There we go. Nice. Little squeaker. Here. They're mostly of the squeaker variety. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Mine. Let me see how mine sounds. Strong. Wow, this it's is a good strong. toy. All right, so yeah. Oh. Wow, right away. Mine's got a real. That's actually how my ass sounds. <laughs> that's, that's how my pooter hole dispenses air. Yeah, why is mine such a higher tone? Which way are you doing it? You got the hole at your hand or. In my hand. Yeah. <laughs> mine are real cursed splats. Do you have it like on your thumb pad? Yeah. So do I. Why is mine squeaking? You just got a bitch ass thumb pad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my pooter hole's strong. Try it on just a finger. It's hard. <laughs> I just said how we can't waste time. <laughs> we have so many obits. It's like, oh, look at my pooter hole sound. <laughs> <laughs> We're both sitting here squeezing plastic toys, making this. There's somebody listening to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all dead, remember? <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> all righty. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We haven't had anything in the P.O. box for a while, so it's the nice pooter. to have. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have some, some pooters. Um, Chris. You rule. Well, yeah. Uh, the only thing I had up for uh, 
for now, besides getting into the obits, is that uh, Dana White smacked his bishop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is kind of old news at this point. Oh, yeah. But, you know, UFC news, and we're always looking for it. First of all, it is often falsely he, described. He, he whispered in her ear, too. I think he said, how can I fucking rape you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? He was in her ear. <laughs> he, he whispered something, and I think it was about to be like, you about to get smacked up. <laughs> Will you suck my dick, please? <laughs> She's like, no, and then... Whoosh. No, so it's it's nine out of ten places that label this story, label it as Dana wife hits his wife. They don't put the word back because yeah. she hit him first. Well, that's also... He hit her back. That's also... Yeah, that's like uh, not the best take. It's, you know? it's you're, not... You're still not supposed to smack I ladies. know, but to say Dana wife hits wife... Is a tad misleading, is all I'm. Well, I don't think it is because it's still also 100% true. <laughs> but also, yeah, there is something about like women's comfort. Like maybe he, I don't know what he did. Right. Maybe he fucked now her. Now look right there. He just hit her. Oh, I know. Um, point number two. An astronaut in the ocean is playing, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you want to slap a bitch. It does. Get hype. But does he not. Does he not like obviously hit her? Like, does he not obviously hold back? He obviously does. <laughs> Seriously though, he didn't like. He's like swatting a fly. Exactly. He didn't cock a punch. It's still not cool. Still exactly. don't condone it. Again, not condoning. Just, All right. hold just on. trying the to DJ's properly. getting into something new. <laughs> just trying to properly characterize the video because I think it's improperly characterized a lot. What I think is great though is like, and by some of the headlines, you're like, "Whoa, it's going to be a guy belting his wife for no reason." The last card, or I think, yeah, like a, the promos. They were he, he's starting a slap boxing league, and, and we were watching a the, slap boxing league. <laughs> yeah, did they already cancel that? Uh, yeah, it's not on TBS's scheduled programming anymore. Oh, I didn't know that, but I should have assumed as much. Huh? Yeah, that's a, a rough look. For a slap boxing organization's premiere in a couple weeks. Did you did you watch his post fight? Is the from the New Year's Eve party? <laughs> <laughs> the owner of the slap box organization having yeah. a controversy of slapping his wife. That that will fuck up the premiere. So I just wanted to come out today and talk to you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean his whole thing is like with the athletes. He's not that, defending himself. You know, the focus so. Is on them. You know, they're saying, like, you you don't, we don't need anyone. He's like, I don't need anyone coming to my defense. Right. For all the people that are. Is mine. Which I guess is My mistake, not theirs. And obviously. My mistake. It's my mistake, not theirs. Right. My bad. There it is. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, whatever. We didn't need to play all that. Um, But yeah, that was, that's what I had in my notes. (laughs) Dana White, New Year's Eve slap. Our our New Year's Eve's went different ways. I whispered something in my girl's ear, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess we both whispered the same thing, it turns out. Mm-hmm. But uh <laughs> went a different direction. Yeah. My buddy, our buddy uh, Ariel, her whole take on it was like, you know, if me and my husband are still in nightclubs with astronaut in the ocean blasting. <laughs> when This guy's like in his late 50s. It's like when we're in your 50s and getting in physical altercations just, in nightclubs a, on New Year's Eve, it's, it's like, go luck. home and have a bottle of wine. You're go a, home. You're, you're a, a 60-year-old man. <laughs> multi-millionaire. Um, but he's also got to make those appearances. Exactly. He's also a public figure who like, remember when it's gangsta plenty of public figures who spend the holidays like at home. Sure. Home. Not hit it. <laughs> if you're going to hit your wife, do it at home. Yeah. Where no one's filming you. Rule number one, dude. <laughs> Oldest trick in the book. She Gosh. drags you out to a club with paparazzi. This is wife beating one Oh one Dana. Um, anyways, uh, so I thought, and uh, last like detail that I thought stood out is when they both they both released statements immediately, 
and both of them, she released a statement, like maybe even before him, and both of them like had to reiterate that this is the first time anything like this has ever. I don't know. It was a little suspect. It's a little suspect. It seemed like you're getting ahead of something there. Right. There, there there's never been video. I swear that to God, he has never choked incident. me unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> in our living room he's never confronted me in a documentary saying can you take me from behind please <laughs> what is <laughs> that one works what is your damage little boy what is your you damage Dana White world. um so what should we do should we like recommend an out you know what let's get into old bits I say Same we as both, always. uh just chug a bottle of whiskey I'm not gonna do that like I said I've been taking it easy uh like a Sunday morning but I did bring us some uh, Caribou Ooh. Premium Blend Mama Juana from Punta yeah, Cana. Yeah, I, f- I forgot. Actually, I was going to say, are we going to drink rum from your trip? Well, this is, what is this, actually? It's like, uh, what is I had Dominican? some, it's like in the Caribbean. Where is the like, Caribbean? Like past the Keys, past Florida <laughs> like, over there. I'm geographically retarded. It's it's uh, it's my like south, worst. Southeast, past Florida, like past, okay. uh, like it's over Cuba? there. Like uh, Aruba, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. It's that that whole area. Um, I don't know if Aruba's <laughs> there. It's just the uh, the Caribbean. It's between the North Atlantic and the Caribbean Sea. Right. I know that because at one point while I was there, I went on Google and and searched where is Punta Cana. Where am I? <laughs> where am I? I did that. <laughs> just open your maps and zoomed out. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. <laughs> It is, isn't it crazy when you travel internationally when you pull out your phone and that like maps works here. Yeah, <laughs> dumbass, it works uh, to the global. Yeah, works around the globe. All right, well, I guess I'm gonna cue this song while I start uncorking these two little shooter bottles. All right. Somebody died. Now we're pouring one up in their memory. And there still is some JMO here, but I figure we start with this. What is it though? What is Mama Juana? Yeah, I don't know what this is. It's its own thing. It's like a... I had some. It's kind of like a spiced wine taste, you know? It's Ooh. like a... Yeah. I like a good spiced wine. And I was at a bar in Punta Cana, and the bartender said... Uh, what did he say? He said, like... He said... And, and I didn't have weed. I didn't, and I wanted some. We we snuck a freaking uh, a weed pen that did died oh. two days in. Two days in, it died. Like it and we ran out. Sm- yeah, like it was a disposable. We we planned to just leave. Oh, you should have brought a cart. Well, no, we we had a disposable pen that I thought would be plenty of yeah. weed for our four day trip to just hit that every now and again. And I wasn't smoking much, but I wanted something, you know. But uh, the bartender one night, a couple nights in, he goes, "Share marijuana." And he like looked at us in a little eyebrow thing, and I was like, Mota? "Did he just say share marijuana? Is he about to go smoke?" And he's looking at us because he knows we're cool and hip, and we, we're gonna smoke too. That's what I thought. And no, he said, it's a "Drink, isn't shot it? of Mama Juana." Mama Juana. I'm looking right now to figure out what this is. Yeah. And I and I just pulled up Mama Juana, so I knew where you were going there. Um, but I hadn't heard of it at the time, and then it is he a was well-known free shots. aphrodisiac. Ooh, let's get it, baby. What you doing later? Uh, this this spiritual drink. From my lovely Dominican Republic is made with rum, red wine, honey, to soak in a glass bottle with tree bark and herbs. That sounds about right. It sounds like barky rum wine. Mama Juana. Um, yeah, that's actually that's like annoyingly misleading though. I would have I would have got my hopes up too. Yeah, share marijuana. Do you share? You want to share some marijuana? He's like, yes. Would you like me to share my marijuana with you? And then he's like, no, a shot of Mama Juana. And I was like, oh, Fucking yes. Learn how to speak English. <laughs> 
can't understand you. Come to their country and you're annoyed that he can't speak Look at all the foreigners over here. <laughs> I'm like the only majority here. <laughs> yeah, look at all the minorities. Uh, there are many ways to prepare the Mama Juana. Another one, but not less famous. What? Is this one prepared with seafood, cinnamon, gin, rum, honey, a stick called Brazil. What? A fish called Wanda. That was the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Raisins and a carry turtle penis. What? They blend a turtle's cock. <laughs> I carry dirt on my penis. Because <laughs> I fuck dudes. Yes. That's uh, where I'm going with that. I'm yes. Gay. I burgle them from men's asses. <laughs> I burgle turds on my penis. <laughs> this last ingredient is the key and the reason why this drink becomes popular. Well, usually uh, aphrodisiacs... You usually have to eat something that's like genital related. Yeah, like bull testicles, testicles. We know those. What are, aren't oysters an aphrodisiac though? I think so. Yeah, I don't really uh, partake the, the, the clam. Oysters. It comes out of a clam, which is pussy shaped. Right, pussy clam okay. penis turd burgle. <laughs> the carry member has an effect against erectile dysfunction. Hey, yeah, you know what? It's weird that it's usually when you eat another animal's cock. It helps your cock. I imagine you put a song on for the obits and it just ran its course. Oh, it did. <laughs> We're just talking about the ingredients. We're really not doing the new concise format well. We're just meandering. Yeah, my bad. It's uh, all right. No rush. That was Gangsters by The Specials, whose lead singer, Terry Hall, yep. passed away. That was like the day we recorded. The day we recorded the last our last one. episode. There's always somebody that Almost we, a month ago. we find out uh, like right after we're done recording that another celebrity. I love The Specials, too. You do? Because I uh, I can't say I knows the man. You've heard this song. The song, yes, I did know the song, but like when I, I would have never been able to name the band. I was a big SLC Punk fan. Yeah. Um, and they had this song on the soundtrack along with this song. This song's great. Too Hot. Turn this up. Oh, Too Hot is the specials? Uh-huh. I always assumed this was like a fishbone or something. Yeah. They were a weird blend of... Uh, like British reggae and ska. It's weird. The uh, the Spotify, the info is not popping up on my screen like it normally does. But I hear it, so I'll take it. Everything's all bluey. Things going bluey on this. Also yeah, this I like the song. You've probably heard Ghost Town. Well, you just shut off the song I liked, but... Oh, uh, yeah, Terry Hall was the bassist. You've heard this. He died from pancreatic cancer, as it says. Alright, it turns out the specials kick ass. Specials are fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. Terry Hall. We hardly knew ye. I do know these songs, but I had no idea of the band. Yeah. Well, we got to move on. Yeah, sorry, Terry, but I. <laughs> <laughs> Second on the list is Sonia Eddy. Known for her portrayals on, I want to say, Grey's Anatomy. As well as playing Rebecca De Mornay on an episode of Seinfeld. I need a photo. Okay, here we go. Seinfeld. I actually recognize that I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld the last few months. It's just like my default when I'm not trying to watch something for reals. I just put Seinfeld on. Obviously, De Mornay. Rebecca De Mornay is a charity worker portrayed by Sonia Eddy in the Muffin Tops episode. Okay. Do you recall? I still need a photo. She's the one who there. says that the bums don't want to just eat stumps. <laughs> this lady? Yeah, yeah. Fat black woman? Yep. Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah. 
Uh, yes, last appearance, the bookstore. Uh, yes, is that the one where uh, uh, George takes the book into the bathroom? Yep. So she won't let him buy it. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, she's dead. God, we just got to power round through these. There's so many dead celebrities. Yeah. There's so many musicians. Yeah. Passed away in the last few weeks, too. As I set term up to play another song. But not for a musician. Damn it. Right. <laughs> you blew it! Alright, um... Next on our list is soccer legend Pele. Pele dies at 82. We all have heard of Pele, whether you're a fan of the sport or not. He's like the Jordan of soccer. Yeah. Football, if you will. This is the uh, main theme to the original motion picture soundtrack of Pele. Sang by Pele. When did that come out? Looks like, looks like the 70s. <laughs> he just shows me the cover. <laughs> I imagine the 70s. Definitely the 70s. Uh, yeah, soccer legend who won three World Cups and became the sport's first global icon has died at the age of 82. Uh, he was admitted to a hospital in Sao Paulo in late November for a respiratory infection and for complications related to colon cancer. Uh, the hospital said his health had worsened and his cancer progressed. He died uh, a few weeks ago uh, from multiple organ failure due to the pr progression of colon cancer. Damn. Ouch! Uh, according to a statement from Alfred Einstein Hospital. <laughs> Albert Einstein. What was that, uh, Chris... Maltesanti quote where he's like, my aunt had colon cancer. Her old asshole rotted out. <laughs> it's not funny. Saying <laughs> it's not funny makes it funny. I think I'm mixing up the uh, when it's like his uncle had hiccups for a year. It's not funny. He almost killed himself. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I hope his asshole didn't rot out is what I'm trying to say. Pele, hardly knew ye. Hardly knew ye. We've already gone through three and haven't had a shot yet. Uh, next up, Franco Harris, legendary Steelers player. Yup, got him. Where uh, is he? Where is it? Legendary. Nope. That's not. I got too many tabs. I can't find my Franco Harris tab. You have a there Franco Harris tab? Yeah. Hall of Fame running back, Franco Harris, dies at 72. Um. <laughs> Yada, yada, yada. Running back who's heads up thinking, authorized the immaculate reception, considered the most iconic play in NFL history. Ooh, I want to know how that goes. Uh, he's died. Uh, yes, he's died. <laughs> what is this song? Uh, this is a... Because <laughs> it rocks. <laughs> this is moving on. <laughs> this isn't for Franco, dude? No, unfortunately. We're just brushing past Franco. <laughs> hey, you know what? Franco might have loved this shit. Yeah. I mean, he fought. He left everything on the field like he was bumping... What is this? Uh, let the bodies hit the floor. What is this? Well, this is a a song that the UFC used in a lot of promo uh, back in the day, in the era of the legend Stefan Bonner. I've got UFC.com right here. <sighs> I'm just waiting for term to lead the lead the ship so I can get my little articles. Passed up. away at 45. I did watch uh, some of the main event or the main card. And I saw the you know the tributes this past week. Right. Well, what you should watch is Stefan Bonner versus Forrest Griffin. I saw uh, the, the highlights and the little finale together. But yeah, it's, it's I don't go regarded that as one of the greatest MMA fights of all time. Uh, it was the Ultimate Fighter finale back when UFC was on Spike TV. Yeah, the promotion may be in danger of, of you know getting cut at the time, and and the viewership on that fight really like excelled. It says presumed and heart complications while at work. What was he doing for work? No idea. Was he still fighting or training? No idea. He was 45, which is only 10 it's years older young. than I am. And which I is do recall scary. like a year ago, 
and I should have prepared uh, by like looking for this maybe. Uh, but I recall like a year ago seeing him do like a Skype interview on some online MMA uh, show. Yeah. And he was talking about like having like troubles with painkiller addiction and not really receiving much help uh, from the UFC in his retirement and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm I not mean, sure if that had anything to do with his death, but I don't think he was in the best place. And I think this is kind of like, uh, restarted a conversation about like who the company the- providing for fighters after they retire so that they don't die at 45. Yeah. Who won the Griffin fight between him? Because I know they both Griffin. got like the contract. Forrest Griffin. Gotcha. Uh, but and Stephen they, Bonner they, fam- famously like drops to his knees when they read the decision like, and, fuck. And they, but they were both awarded UFC contracts as a yeah. result of that fight. They actually rematched. And I recently, because I've been watching like all the early cards, I recently watched the, the rematch. The rematch? Uh, Forrest Griffin again. <sighs> died a loser <laughs> no he went on like he had a i don't know how many years in the ufc he went on and fought for a while right it's a legend he's a contender he was tough as shit had great fights yeah sucks um yeah brutal uh another Sucky. even even more tragic mma fighter 18 year old victoria lee Yes. What was her walkout song term? I did not. <laughs> She's too young. She didn't get one yet. She didn't earn it. She was 18. Uh, Rising Phenom in Mixed right, Martial Arts. Victoria Lee's workout playlist on one championship. Bam. Booyah. Uh, I mean, obviously. Little Kanye. Little anti-Semitic walkout. Look, <laughs> I didn't choose it. This is what she liked to listen to. Yeah. Why is this so soft? This is a user shadow banning the volume. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, on December 26th, our family experienced something no family should ever have to go through. Incredibly difficult to say this. Our Victoria passed away. She's gone too soon. And our family has been completely devastated since then. We miss her more than anything in the world. Uh, this is, yeah, just the tribute from the family. I don't know if I saw, like, a, yeah, 18-year-old. It's got to be a freak accident or, or what, you know? Yeah, um, I just watched this morning. Dan Ige, who fought Saturday, had a great knockout on yeah, Damon Jackson. That. My gut picked Jackson. I saw the last three My fights. I saw the Punahela and the My gut Ige picked Punahele. in the main event. Strickland pieced up Imavov. Strickland's like a, a dog, dude. Straight monster. What an awesome guy. Yeah. I love um, his style. He's just like... I don't know. He just keeps pressuring forward, and he just looks like a straight, like an old school boxer. Yeah. Well, he trains. They were, you know, they say uh, a what lot a- during the fight. The way that the way he trains, he fights like he spars in four ounce gloves like every day, and he fights in that really like close boxing style. So it's it's he has a lot of, I think it's like a lot of experience. Yeah. Uh, when you get in there, when you know most guys who train, you're training in sixteen ounce gloves, and then you get in there with four ounce gloves. I don't think Victoria Lee would appreciate our send-off. It's just like, Victoria Lee died. How did it happen? You know, Sean Strickland's a real dog. He's the shit. (laughs) (laughs) He does Um, this thing, though, where he throws this jab, like... Yeah, yeah. It's hard to explain. uh, It's like, it's not a straight... It's a straight Not on video. Yeah. Terms impersonating it for me, though, so I get it. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Anyway. Well, wait, wait, wait. That's tragic. So, well, well, Danny Gay in his post-fight interview was saying how he's close with uh, Christian Lee as her brother is a champion at right. one. Um, really just saying that, like, a lot of people online want to jump to conspiracies. It was the vaccine or suicide or whatever. Yeah. He was just saying, like, can you, everyone fucking back off and it's, chill. It's and starting to bug me. Let the family. Like, 
I see that on Twitter too. Like, and it's always right after. Like uh, even when Bob Saget died, it's, like, said it's that, the vaccine. Where the it's like, va- it was the vaccine. He sure. got his he got his head caved in somehow. Like I still wonder what happened there, but yeah, it's not like more of a Bob Crane thing. The Bob Saget death. Um, and then like the the Damar Hamlin near death thing from a week or two ago. That was like, the vaccine it, for sure. It's always the, but it's it's not for sure. But most likely. I don't think so. He got smashed in his body, and then like Jerry Lawler was talking about how he had the same thing happen to him in wrestling. I was reading like cardiac arrest existed, and we now get, it's Lisa Marie Presley. Trust the man who slapped Andy Kaufman, and fooled the <laughs> he nation. He was in on it. <laughs> fooled the nation. He's a liar. He's a born liar. <laughs> He's a bald faced liar. <laughs> a fucking but that's liar. The thing. And every time I've seen that, like now, mRNA is trending. It's always after. Lisa Marie Presley has a heart attack. Well, there Demar are Hamlin collapses on the lot. field. Bob Saget gets his head smashed. There has like, been yo, 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 a lot. It's not in everything. The last year yeah, but people die from heart attacks every fucking day. What I'm saying though is there have been a lot of peak condition athletes who have dropped uh, with heart conditions, like in mid game in the last year. There's been like 1,500 athletes around the world. What? Who are in like peak physical condition? They've invented a new thing called sudden adult death syndrome that's just suddenly I just haven't, started i must have missed the other 14 you've heard of SIDS, you know? sudden infant death syndrome yeah they're now calling these things sudden adult death syndrome and like I'm it's also just not this saying, new phenomenon that young healthy adults who've most likely been vaccinated are just dropping right. like flies hey look i had a panic attack that felt like i was having a heart attack and i'll, I'll tell you it crossed my mind it's like i've gotten vaccinated right could this be influencing it I also then had to realize that I had the same thing happen to oh, me course. more than once five and more years ago. I was just like, yeah, but like, no, I just, it's something that's happened to me years before COVID too. So I can't exactly just be like, like I, had, I had a fan or two in the DMs like asking, you think the vaccine It's like, no, I just don't know. But I, I can't just like people on Twitter who are unvaxxed will jump to like, see another one where it's like, well, I don't know. Like there's like histories of heart conditions. I have my mom has a vasovagal syncope, which means her blood pressure drops at random, oftentimes not oftentimes, but in these rare occurrences. And she's had this. It's like might be like just genetics, where it's starting to just like uh, give it a rest. You know, give the people and their families like uh, before you start trending. Like, but on the other side of the coin, let let them figure it out. What if it was the vaccine? Yeah, you'd probably never hear about it. Getting to the bottom of it is kind of like supporting the family to be like, hey, let's, this is an injustice. True. But how do you even get so to the bottom of that? Know. Like, yeah, you have to, if you don't trust doctors to begin with, are you going to trust the guy who did the autopsy to say whether it was or what wasn't? What if it's that fucking Sandy Hook guy? Remember him? No. <laughs> Never mind. I don't watch <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> if you like uh, ever look up the Sandy Hook, um, the morgue guy. <laughs> morgue guy. If you remember, after like the day of Sandy Hook, the coroner is it the coroner? Is yeah. Call him? Like went and did the press conference saying like how brutal the holes were, and everyone I remember saying at the time was just like that's very unusual behavior. He also like did the press conference in his white like lab coat, which is very theatrical. It's like you don't you don't need to wear that outside of the lab. There's mm. no reason to wear it. I just wear a nice sweater. And and I just remember he's like a very like weirdly spoken dude. Anyway. Um, yeah, and also who knows? Like we're I, on I song also two of I al- <laughs> Victoria Lee's workout playlist. <laughs> I also do believe that uh, you know the vaccine negatively affects a lot of people too. The thing is, I that, just don't uh, think every time a celebrity dies, it's like it's even fair or logical to right. to have that whole same community be like, now's the day where we're getting it trending again. But I do think 
that when Pfizer had to release the eight pages of vaccine side effects yeah. uh, due to like a federal judge forcing them to because they they were going to wait 70 years to release it until a federal judge. Yeah, told there's them, nothing no. shady about that. Exactly. Uh, but I do think if all of, if all of these people's conditions are in that list of you know the eight pages. Well, that's the thing. It's eight effects, pages. Everyone's condition forever is going to be in that list. Then there is it's like too a, vague. a correlation. But you can't because like things that also exist without the vaccine correlation are on the list. Like you can still have a heart attack. Oh, you course. can still have like a pregnancy go wrong. Nothing to do with the vaccine. So now every time one does, there's a whole community of people that will tell you like they know, which they don't, that it's the vaccine. See, another one, another one. I'm not saying that there is zero chance. And I bet it is affecting certain people who maybe, I don't know, get their heart rate up like I young it's, athletes. It's I don't worthy know. of speculation. But they're not speculating. Yes, they know. On the internet. <laughs> oh, they know. There is speculation, and then there is just like, yeah. you know, Barack Obama is a lizard from Mars who's drinking baby's blood. Right. It's a fact. I mean, well, that is actually a fact. Right. Um, that was um, the example of speculation. Okay. So I have one more, because we're in this, like, athlete realm. We did Pele. We did the MMA. We did the Franco Harris barely. Uh, <laughs> but Ken Block. Do you know who Ken Block is? No. He uh, he pioneered like drifting and racing, but he also founded no, DC him. Shoes. He was like a skate culture guy. You know, I, I look at uh, a couple websites to gather these obituaries, yeah. and his thing, his description didn't say anything about DC Shoes. It said I rally think he's a driver, co-founder of DC Drifter. Like he uh, he he was the uh, the visionary behind like even like drawing up the iconic DC big logo yeah. on the puffy shoe. Uh, but yeah, he was a professional racer, and he died in a, or, you know, drifter. Uh, it's not like NASCAR, but what, what do you call that? Like, not Formula One. What's the fucking? Anyways, I don't, I don't know. he died in a snowmobile incident, and he's fifty-five. He Oof. was fifty-five. Um, rally, rally car driver, um, and co-founder of DC Shoes. Uh huh. Police and Hoonigan Industries, uh, an automotive media and apparel company that Block co-founded, confirmed the death. Uh huh. 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 Yeah, I never knew him by name, but, uh, you know, I wore DCs when I was a kid. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think I ever owned a pair. I, th- I think I had, like, a pair. I think I had a pair of DCs, but I was more of a America S, you yep. know, S, yes, shoes. Lakai. Yeah, yeah. iPath. I was a huge iPath fan. Ooh, a left turn. I don't know if you got anything good for the holidays, but uh, my girlfriend, uh, <coughs> fiance, did get me. Uh, some some gift cards to a skate shop in the area where she oh, knows really? I'm trying to have my midlife crisis, guys. I'm trying to get on my skateboard in my late 30s and, she get and you not break my ankle. No, it's like uh, just a credit. Like I can go to the store and I want to set that, that deck right there. Up. She may or may not have gotten my advice on where to get you skate shoes. Um, well, either way, I have uh, a $75 I'll credit. I'll down. I to- thought you were going to say that she got you great shoes and I was going to take half credit for it. I'll give you shoes. <laughs> Uh, no, I am excited to uh, to spend that <laughs> to this break spring. your neck for real though. Why am I doing this? I just like <laughs> I shouldn't uh, be skateboarding for sure, but it's not gonna stop me. Moving on the list is the one and only, the legendary Keenan Cahill. Oh, I, I was pulling up Gangsta Boo. <laughs> yeah, uh, YouTube lip syncer the. TikTok before there was TikTok. Yes. Dies at 27. The inventor of the 
lip syncing other people's music into your camera trend. I like how we, we play a song and it's just not him. Like. This is <laughs> this is the song he lip synced and 50 Cent walked into his room and did 50 Cent's part. Right. I pulled up his uh, teenage dream one <laughs> just in case you didn't have one. Okay. Well, why don't I just pause this? <laughs> it's funny because we're just going to listen to, was it Katy Perry? Well, right. Let's, let's watch together a little scene in Cahill. <laughs> People can't see you his midget head <laughs> lip syncing the song. He's a fire lip syncer though. Like a you lot of what? eyebrow motion. He's getting emotional. It's it's one of the extra sad things about this trend on TikTok, which is already like boils my blood. It's the worst. But it's how bad some people are at lip syncing. Actually, I, I spoke too soon. He kind of sucks at this. But this was his like this is twelve years ago. Yeah, I mean, give the kid a break. He's <laughs> my look bad. at him. Yeah, he also does it. Maybe it says like what condition he had in this article because he's he had something going on. He had like a body thing. <laughs> he died during a surgery, which I have to assume was like his thirtieth heart surgery. Right. Oh, what? The Chicago native. He's a hometown boy. Nice. He had I don't Could've know been how to say this. Months ago. Maritolamy syndrome. I bet it's a side effect of the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a condition that causes organs to enlarge, among other symptoms, uh, for which he received frequent treatments and underwent several surgeries. God According, is a fucking. He's a weird guy. God is a mad scientist. You know what? When, when Why is Ariana that- Grande said God is a woman, you know, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, maybe he is, because <laughs> because she's twisted. No, God is a mad scientist. He's a scorned lover. Why do most people with a, a syndrome that makes your Organs grow too large, have bodies that are like midget bodies. I know. I guess we're all just going to have to start eating plastic to adapt. <laughs> um, yeah, complications he couldn't overcome. But yeah. Cahill became one of the first viral stars of the 2010s with his lip syncing videos filmed in his bedroom from his desk while he was still a teenager. The concept was simple. An ever-expressive Cahill would simply mouth lyrics to hits of the era like Usher's DJ Got Us Fallen in Love and Rihanna's Only Girl uh, with a plum and watch the views pour in. A legend, you guys. A musician and a legend. Well, you know what? There is this like thing on the internet, and I think it's nice. Uh, where nice. people with disabilities who clearly don't have like a big social circle in their in real life, they yeah. find like a, a community online by posting these I videos mean, and shit. I feel yeah. like <laughs> we're looking at each other right now, aren't we? I feel like he's one of the pioneers of that, though. Yeah, there would be no Palmer Squares without the great. It's Keenan heartwarming. Cahill. All right, anyway, we don't need to uh, listen to that anymore. But there's a lot more musicians. Moving on. Like I said, Lisa Marie Presley just died. Had a heart attack. It was the vaccine, too, I guess. Slow down. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Beck, moving on. Uh, Pope Benedict. Hey, look at The whatever. (laughs) Wow. The Keenan screen grab I got. That's creepy. He's a... You know what? I'm not going to body shame. He's a handsome gentleman. Pope Benedict. I didn't know that. Not the sitting Pope. But the one who was ousted so we can have the sitting pope because he protected pedophiles and it was all revealed in that HBO documentary, Mia Maxima Culpa. Right. <laughs> right, I knew this. Right. <laughs> right. My bad. Uh, did you see that documentary? No. It's probably from like eight years ago, but people don't forget. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. People don't forget. I have it on uh, the same pad. <laughs> it's actually a really great documentary. It's very interesting. It's about these deaf dudes from wisconsin who all attended like a deaf boys catholic school in the 60s or 70s 
and they're all like older now and one of them I kind of forget how it all unraveled, but they all kind of yada 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 pedophilia. They all kind of came out to each other that they were all molested by their priests at this Wisconsin Dude, school for having deaf kids. to sign like like sign right. language, not your signature. Having to sign out like your trauma. Oof. You ever heard like a man like cry about his molestation trauma? Have I'll I? put the deaf voice on it, dude. It's unbearable. It's <laughs> Give us a ren- term rendition of that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do it. My wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I can't um, believe we haven't even. So it was these guys' case that like ooh, ooh, ultimately ooh. started this investigation that uncovered uh, the whole system of how the, the priesthood will take a uh, priest who's been uh, accused of molesting a kid and they'll just relocate him and uh, it goes all the way to the Vatican. There's like dudes at the Vatican figuring out where some fucking molester in Wisconsin gets relocated and that was Pope Benedict. Pope Benedict was like the guy at the Vatican. Pope Benedict Benedict. I'm spewing all this out of my ass based on a documentary I saw like seven years ago. People don't forget. But I'm pretty sure I'm right. Yeah, dude, he definitely had, uh, he carried turd on his penis. <laughs> so, I believe he, he like, resigned as Pope. He's, like, the first Pope. Who yeah, you're normally not allowed to do that. You die. You right. die, and then they pick a new Pope, and the smoke comes out of the thing like to tell people. being a Supreme people. Court justice. You fuck with people's <laughs> livelihoods and rights until you until die. you're fucking dead, dude. Yeah. That's the deal. Damn. Um, no, I actually, somehow that one escaped my radar. I didn't hear about the former Pope dying. But I guess it's because most people... Probably have denounced him, right? And don't Escaped give a fuck about this gaydar. criminal piece of shite. Uh, no, that's why. Hmm. So yeah, like you said. Um, Let's get into these musicians, man. Because after we do the obits, Lisa Marie Presley, switch over. She's dead. Yep, that one just happened. Vaccine killed her for sure. Definitely vaxxed. Definitely. Well, did she? Definitely she had a dead. son who like just killed himself. Yeah, not long ago. Pretty recently. I know her son killed himself. I don't know when. Um, I heard about. I know her shit. They say is like it's it's health stuff, but you know people go downhill when they lose purpose. Yeah. They lose what they you know. Well, she outlived her father. Elvis was younger when he had a heart attack. You know what? Booster. Elvis. <laughs> Elvis loved boosters. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he would squirt his vaccine on a banana sandwich. <laughs> um, and then who else? You said Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck did pass away. You know, I never listened to enough Jeff Beck. I figured you'd know all sorts of stuff about this guy. I really don't. And the other day I started listening to uh, to some of his music, and the song Constipated Duck on Blow by Blow. Listen to this funky shit. Yeah, Beck rose to fame with the Yardbirds before fronting the Jeff Beck group and making forays into the jazz fusion sound he pioneered. Here comes the duck. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's what I, I think is great about Jeff Beck, is he, like, never wrote a song. He's a performer. I mean, that's what's great about him? Wouldn't it be greater if he wrote songs, too? I mean, that's all good and so well, but there's enough songs. We have enough songs. We got enough songs. <laughs> No, but the guy just made a career being a, an amazing guitar player and doing incredible renditions of standards. And It said uh, he died after suddenly contracting bacterial meningitis. Um, so, you know. That's whack. Pfizer. Yeah. 
uh, often described one of the greatest guitarists of all time, which is how I've come to know him. I don't I don't listen to Jeff Beck, but I've heard of him like my whole life as like like my uncle and shit. You know, people right. in my family they'll put on just like this is that shit to them. Um, I mean, listen, this is that shit. It is. It's pretty fire. Um. Yeah, yeah I guess we got to keep cruising, man. Did There's so many dead musicians. Jeff Beck, right? Songs. Um. Actually, I guess I only have one or two more. All right, I'm speaking out of my ass. Rough and Ready, released in '71, on which Beck wrote and co-wrote six of the album's seven tracks. Eric Clapton ripped him off. Songs written by Jeff Beck. Why was I led to believe that he like never wrote anything? You're just dumb and wrong about a lot of stuff. I think. I think that's it. <laughs> Above the clouds. That's where he is now. Big block. Blues deluxe. Definitely, maybe. All right, you guys. I'm wrong. All right, kill that tune for me real <laughs> quick, yo. Jeff Beck, we hardly knew ye. All right, hardly my dog. knew ye. But we gotta move on. <sighs> My boo. And I did have a, a fan. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Boo. Send this particular song in saying R.I.P. Gangsta Boo. So I'm going to play that one. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, very yeah. unfamiliar with Gangsta Boo. I knew she Queen was cool South. with like the Baker Death Wish crew. Right? That's about the most I know. Did she twerk yeah, while someone song? did a trick over her on King of the Road? Was that her? That was her. What? I was gangsta boo. She's famous. She was like tight with like Beagle and all them. Yeah. Shake John. Chicken bone. Now it's shown. Chicken bone. <laughs> now it's shown. Now it's shown. Memphis rapper. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my god. Yes. You slow down. Up. Slow down. I, I can't keep up. I know because so they're both from Memphis, tabs, and they both I think are uh, and possible they're both OGs. possible ODs and OGs. Ordinary dogs. Um, yes, the rapper, Gangsta Boo's death, appears to be drug-related. You don't say. We're, we're told Gangsta was with her brother last night. Now, with Gangsta Boo, I don't assume vaccine. I assume she's one of the cool kids yeah, like me. Yeah, she's about that life. And even if she was vaccinated, it was the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, the, not the government drugs. The fun stuff. Well, um... Blah, 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 blah. Lola Mitchell, a.k.a. Gangsta Boo, and former member of 3-6 Mafia and a pioneer of female rap has died. The hip-hop star's passing was confirmed by her former label mate, DJ Paul, who we saw sell barbecue sauce and DJ at a very fancy club in L.A. with our pal Reed yep. many years ago. We did not belong. Uh, <laughs> we were not wearing the dress code. We did not fuck the girls we brought. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. Gangsta Boo, another iconic you musician know, dying. Like, what is there to say, man? First day of the year, New Year's Day. There she goes. I think uh, Jeff Beck also was the, the first, right? Yeah. Which, which you know, even further is the assumption that she was raging New Year's Eve. Could be. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. What was Jeff Beck on? Is he sniffing that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know if it was him, but there was uh, two or three of these folks all... Uh, died on new year's day which i didn't even think of that does beg the question were they going hard in the paint yeah partying the absolutely night um is there is there another yeah there's another uh rapper who died from prescription d drug overdose it says i'm not familiar but memphis rapper big scar with two r's right, uh, accidental overdose now i'm playing things oh my bad see this is we're getting all blowy 
Look at this. He's got a song with Pooh Shiesty. Of course he does. Did Pooh Shiesty die, or why did we talk about him? I, th I believe he got shot in the buttock. Right. Or, or shot someone in the buttock. In his poo. Okay. And he goes, big brr. Big brr guy. And we like that. <laughs> okay, this fire. Was he New Year's Day? Um, I think it was before the New Year. I could be incorrect about that. This article is from uh, December 23rd, so no. Wish. Yeah. Uh, Big Scar's uncle says he did not know when his nephew got the meds. He must be on meth or some meds. That's that's Pushesti. Um, but he says Big Scar faced several traumatic experiences in his life, including being shot and suffering a serious car accident injury. Uh, the rapper got his uh, stage name from the car accident when he was 16. It left a big scar on his body when he was thrown through a windshield. So it's, so it's not just a clever name. <laughs> In the 2020 shooting, what? This is a different thing or was that the car thing? Big scar was struck by a bullet that traveled up his spine and he needed surgery to remove his appendix. The uncle nice. says Big Scar also cream? battled depression, citing the death of the rapper's grandmother as something he took very hard. Back to the Lisa Marie Presley thing. Family members Oof. die. Yep. Kind of closes the gap. Yep. The I mean, yeah. So, yeah, he's uh, a couple of weeks ago. He has passed. Uh, no signs of foul play. And when it says accidental prescription overdose, where it's like, what, what was he prescribed those or was he just like doing Xanax? I like the word accidental too. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't think he was taking it to kill himself. Even if he was doing it recreationally. Well, if he did, then you just call it a suicide. If he didn't, you right. just call it an overdose. I know it's accident. Look, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> People think if you add extra words, it makes it... Right. Um, Moving on. Oh, no. I keep trying to guess. Anita Pointer. Do you? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the I'm so excited lady. Turn up a Not bit. so excited anymore. No. How old uh, was she? Anita Pointer. I got one for you. <laughs> keep <laughs> saying it. every time. <laughs> Anita Pointer dead at... 74. 74. Mm-hmm. We still got a couple more, but I'm finally handing term this Mama Juana shot. How about this? Do you know this happened? What? The whole band, plane crash, dead. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I didn't believe that. I immediately was like, no. <laughs> um, um, Jeremiah Green. They were flying in that Maserati and they ran out of road. <laughs> Jeremiah Green, drummer of Modest Mouse. I did not know that. I did not know that. Passed away. I think it was like the 28th, December. This album that you're playing, I believe that's what it's off of. Uh, I might have said this years ago, but I never went on to like love Modest Mouse with like the float on and all that. Like maybe I'm being a little hipstery, but yeah. it's like in my day there was an album called The Lonesome Crowded West that many songs were used for in skate videos and and, and like local stuff. Like Steve Fowser used uh, Trucker's Atlas, I think. Right. And I was like, that's how I I maybe heard them for the first time, and then other skaters use songs and we in our in our hilarious the virus <laughs> video that we posted on patreon years ago um our skate video that i edited in whatever eighth grade freshman year um it was our outro song this song out of gas the lonesome crowded west is a fucking awesome album 
I like that song. I think what's it called? Uh, oh. Cook's brain. No, I like the one where it's just like, oh, let me see. Can I see a track list? I don't like I, the name of the first song. It's Teeth like God's shoe shine. It might be that one. Teeth like God's shoe doing the cockroach is a sick song. Let me see real quick if it's Teeth like God's shoe shine. Yeah. No. Where's the one where he's like? This plane is definitely crashing. Yeah. They knew it was gonna happen. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> what was his song called? It was a premonition. Shit yes. luck. It might be shit luck. Um, this plane is definitely crashing. For those just tuning in, Modest Mouse, the whole band has died <laughs> in a plane crash. The plane crash. definitely crashed. <laughs> dude, this song doodle, used to doodle, get me doodle, torqued, doodle, 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 doodle. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get to one more. Yeah, they got that, like, this that, is, that dirty guitar. I don't know. Yeah, a way cooler, thrashier sound than any Modest Mouse that came after it. This, the whole album is great. Wait, 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 wait. All right, never mind. He just keeps yelling something, and then they go back into thrash, 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 thrash. This boat is obviously sinking! I love it. <laughs> Different vehicles. Yeah. Well, he's dead. Uh, and yeah, another musician, you guys. Fred White. Another drummer. Another drummer. Another drummer. From Earth, Wind, and Fire this time dies at 67. Freddy! Do you remember? Do you remember when I recommended Donny Hathaway is live? Because he plays drums on that album, too. Uh, he joins his brothers Maurice, Monte, and Ronald in heaven and is now drumming with the angels, said his brother, Verdine White. I yes, love Earthland his brother, Fire, man. Maurice, uh, I believe the drummer He's the other of the one. Ramsey Lewis trio. He died on January 1st. He's 67. You think he was sniffing that stuff? Oh, yeah. He be on that stuff? <laughs> uh, yeah, and it actually mentions in this first paragraph, White was a drum prodigy touring with the likes of Donny Hathaway uh, before finishing high school. High school. Cool. Including the show in the show uh, immortalized Donny Hathaway live, uh, and joining his siblings in Earth, Wind, and Fire before his twentieth birthday. Man, they go back, just being like young teens and still just shredding. They really what went on that. Like Earth, Wind, and Fire had like a fifty-plus year. Like they just killed it for fifty fucking They're all years. Dead. It's crazy. And they have sixteen million monthly listeners. Yeah, people don't forget, dude. It's a good mark to leave. Oh, man. And uh, Barbara Walters. She also died. She doesn't do sports or music, but she's in the mix. Yeah, I couldn't think of a song for Barbara Wawa. Babs. Babby Waz. Pioneering TV journalist whose interviewing skills made her one of the most prominent figures in broadcasting. Uh, she was 93, so she was an old bitch. Yeah, it was about time. Um, <laughs> We've been waiting. What I have seen since her death is a lot of like Booster. circulation on social media of old interviews where language is used that isn't used today, and people are like, this bitch. Like, what'd she say? Uh, so there's one, this one was really annoying to me, there's an interview of her and uh, Richard Pryor, where, where she says a word that Richard Pryor frequently used. Called his album. <laughs> uh, and he kind of, like, had this response of, like, calling her out on the, f she's saying, like, I've never, I never used it, I've never used it, but right now. And he's kind of calling her out on the fact that, like, I think that's a lie. And he looks. He's like, say it. Say he it looks. Right now. He kind of does. It's like Dana White saying, "We've never done this." He looks <laughs> stoned out of his mind. He's also looks so like swat. Like they probably fucked after this interview. He's, say, say, dude, again. He's flirting with her. 
Um, but all the comments are just like, there's comments like calling him and Uncle Tom for allowing it and stuff. It's really upsetting. Crazy. Shut From up. all these people who have like, the fuck up. You're probably just finding out about who these people are. <laughs> Where's my fucking pooter, dude? There we go. Right in your face. Shut up. But yeah, Bitch. Uh, someone dies. It's a perfect opportunity to spread, uh, clips without context from 50 years ago of them yes. saying things that would get them in trouble now. Um, well, there we have it, folks. I it's don't even know how many. I, term probably has more, but I, I'm dying to move you on to the Patreon done? episode. God damn it. Well, you ain't seen nothing yet, my friend. <laughs> uh, because, Jane, because Robbie Bachman, I think he's also the drummer. A lot of drummers. Uh, Turner Bachman Overdrive? Is he that Bachman? B... T. Wait, Bachman Turner oh. Overdrive. Yeah. My not, bad. Not TBO. My bad. Right. My you bad. blew it! You blew it! You, 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 um, you blew it! They're also known for another famous acronym, TCOB. Right. Which I performed at my mom and stepdad's wedding. <laughs> this is my uncle's favorite band. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah! Whose favorite band is BTO? I, always just, I can never not think of The Simpsons. My uncle. Of course. They're just like, skip to the workout. <laughs> <laughs> work, work in overtime. Workout. Uh, yeah, so he's dead. Other honorable mentions. Yeah, wrap it up. We got to take this shot and move the fuck on. Ali Ahmed Aslam. Whoa. The inventor of the chicken tiki masala. All right. It's pretty important. Legend. Pretty important stuff. Uh, James Buster Corley, the buster of Dave and Busters. Yes, Buster. He's dead. I think that's it. Good. I think we've reached the end of the list, and then Lisa Marie Presley, which we already did. Which also means we've reached the end of the uh, this half of the episode, you guys. Woo! And we're going to close it out with a Finally. from the Dominican Republic. Well, actually, leading into, I'll probably start talking about some vacation stories over on Patreon. Uh, $5 a month, you guys. That's all we're asking. And again, this week is free. But why wait? We want the money now. You're going to hear in my story I'm about to tell on Patreon why I want money. Uh, so yes, this is the Mama Juana. It smells like an apothecary store. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't like hit hard. It's not like a shot of whiskey. It's sweet. It's honey and and uh, wine. Oh yeah. Well, cheers. We hardly knew all of you. We're gonna chug this uh, little two shot shooter. <sighs> a little more spice than I remember in Punta. Spicy meatball. The spice is nice. That was delicious. Yeah, it's tasty. Hell yeah. Thank you, sir. All right, you guys. We are Wait, going to not get out of here, but rather go to intermission with uh, an intermission song from our pal, Jordan Maxim. The homie! Uh, the guy who gave me that skateboard that I can't wait to spend this gift card on and put some freaking trucks and wheels on, bitch. Um, this um, is a Oh, go ahead. No, my bad. Uh, no, go ahead. Um, no, you go. No, because like, no, you, no you, yeah. You go. Uh, he's he's <laughs> lately been putting out some rap, uh, rapping raps, some rap music. Well, he's been doing a thing too that, you know, I've seen musicians do where it's like they, they give themselves a personal challenge where it's like every day I'm going to make a beat and rap some I bars and he's posting that. So I think he's on day like 30 or 40 something. Follow Jordan if you're a fan of skateboarding and right. rap music. I told him uh, it's refreshing to see a rapper promote themselves by rapping. Yeah. Or at all. Like, like look at us. <laughs> uh, so this is No Gimmicks by Jordan Maxim. And uh, go to 
uh, patreon.com slash Palmer Squares to continue the episode, you guys. Uh, we're not giving you any of those things we used to give you at the end, but we're we will. That now? We will kill Whitey. Term, if you will. Kill Whitey! All right, see you in a second. You don't need no gimmicks when you're this nice. You don't need no big ice flash. And when you spit like this, I promise you won't ever be this fly. I'm killing shit. 365, I gets mine. But you could probably tell, like 69. I don't ever tell. I zip my lips tight, but that's just how the code that I live by goes. I stick by it. I flow and get high. I flow. You sit by and joke. But you know, on the inside, you never come close to this guy. And I ain't trying to boast, but it's my time. And it's my time. And agility. Especially this time I'm really trying to taste some time to find out who is I But I ain't really rushing it I'm loving the wrist I And I don't need a compass I just go where the wind flies Roll me a big guy You hoping I'ma slip But you know that my grip tight You know that I'm him, right? The one that can ignite it You might have not a spit But you ain't not I was this nice with it I'ma need insight On why you give two fucks About how I live life Just lick on my two nuts I'm not in the mood, bruh Get out of my sight, bitch I'm trying to be polite But I can feel like a light switch I Stay up all night on microdoses and write shit like this. There's really not a lot with my likeness. Lucy and light slips, groovy as lava lamps, and you can try to do it how I do, but there's not a chance. I hit it like bada bam, right on the mark, bitch. I'm naturally gifted. I'ma get it regardless, man. Cause you don't need no gimmicks when you this nice. You don't need no big ice flash. And when you spit like this, I promise you won't ever be this fly. I'm killing shit. 306 five, I gets mine, but you could probably tell. Like six nine, I don't ever tell. I zip my Type, but that's how the code that I live by goes. I stick by it. I flow and get high. I float, you sit by and joke. But you know, on the inside, you never come close to this guy. And I ain't trying to boast, but it's my time. And it's my timing and agility, especially this time. I'm really trying to taste and trying to find out who is I. But I ain't really rushing it. I'm loving the wrist eye. And I don't need a compass. I just go where the wind flies. Spread my wings high. Go where the wind flies and spread my wings high. Go with the wind flies, spread my wings high. Go with the wind flies and spread my wings open. I go with the wind flies, spread my wings wide. I go with the wind flies and spread my wings high. Go with the wind flies, spread my wings high. Go with the wind flies and spread my wings open. I go with the wind flies, spread my wings high. Just go with the wind flies and spread my wings.